Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 175, Starcrossed. Hi, pals. Oh, and end of Justice League. We made it. Yeah, we did it. We're back. Uh, yeah, I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And uh, I suppose we should ad- address the um, the virus in the room. We mm-hmm. did I, not do an episode last week for a certain reason. Your girl got COVID. Yeah. yeah. You can still probably that. tell a little bit because I still feel pretty stuffed up. Yeah, you, you sound a bit stuffed up but but your energy levels like uh we recorded another thing yesterday and you were you were there you did a good job i'm not saying you didn't but i'm mm-hmm. saying your energy levels have uh, vastly improved just in 24 hours so yeah uh, absolutely i will tell you this definitely. after we recorded i took a nap yeah undoubtedly mm-hmm. but well, it was a good it nap. sounds like you're uh sounds like you're you're pulling it back together again like you said you didn't lose your sense of taste so that's good yeah no, I am. I am doing better. It was really nice seeing people on Blue Sky being all like, "I hope Maggie's okay." Yeah, I realized after I had posted, "Hey, no episode this week." Like, oh shit, I didn't mean to out you if you didn't want to talk about this. Nah, that's fine. I don't care. I figured, but then I was like, "Oh god!" But then, yeah, you were you were cool with it. So yeah. Next time I will ask though. Uh, well, hopefully I won't get, get COVID. To, uh, COVID again. Yeah, I believe I've had it twice. So. Yeah, didn't you get, like, stealth COVID where it's like you you, you just felt like shit, but it wasn't testing as that? Uh, No, the problem is uh, both times testing was not available. It was very early before we had home tests. Oh, that sucks. And it was around Christmas, and there was a lot of snow, and I couldn't get to the testing center until beyond the point where it would have shown up on a test. Sure. So, who knows? Secret COVID. Uh Uh-huh. I can't remember what the deal was the second time. I might have just felt too much like shit to go get tested. I mean, fair. Yeah. But that's when Amanda was working at the old COVID factory. And mm-hmm. uh, since she left, a uh, lot less COVID now. So COVID free way to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are here and you get two episodes this week. So we're back on schedule. So mm-hmm. that's good. Very important. Like, I don't want to be like, uh, hey, I don't care about your disease. We should get back to work because look. That's how the rest of society is. Mm-hmm. But the point of the schedule is so that the guests can show up when they said they're going to. So yeah. there, there, there is a reason for it. I mean, I will tell you this. If you if we had ad recorded last week, it would have sounded like this. Maggie, what would you think of this episode? <coughs> <laughs> what episode? <laughs> were you um, were you were you like out of it at all? Oh, because yeah. I definitely experienced that sort of cognitive thing yeah I, just, I had trouble focusing i mean i have that anyway but you know i didn't get much much of uh like fuzzy head but i there mm-hmm. was definitely some of it uh honestly i most like i didn't play a lot of video games which i thought i probably would just because like yeah. i couldn't concentrate on anything hey time off work and i gotta sit still so yeah basically it's mm-hmm. like that's fine i can get through mm-hmm. some Baldur's gate no you can't i went and lay mm-hmm. down a lot and read old comic books mm-hmm and well, then that would take too a... much out of me and I would fall asleep. Yeah. No, I get it. Well, glad you're doing better now. Thank we'll you. Crack into this finale cuz uh cuz there's a lo- there's a lot going on here. Yeah, seriously. Let's uh let's cross these stars. Yeah, uh real quick, I just wanted to say like they initially thought this was it. Like this they didn't know JLU was happening. Oh. So they they wrote this as a complete series finale and 
we are treating JLU as though it's the same show, basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, but but for all intents and purposes, this is the end of Justice League. So I mean, this is a good series finale, honestly. Like, yeah, it's, it's a good thing real... to go out on. Yeah. So uh, that said, why don't you why don't you tell us what happens? All right. So fearing a terrorist attack on the most unattended world peace talks in history. Seriously, I had criminology courses in college with less attendance than this, and I didn't even go to my criminology courses. Uh, the Justice League is out on a, is on a stakeout out duty in Washington D.C. Unfortunately, f- fortunately, what what's worse, terrorists or alien invaders? Uh, their plan is foiled by an alien attack. Hot Girl reveals that these are the Gordanians, and I am telling you, I would kill for a cheesy Gordanian crunch right about now. Uh, anyway, the JLA is about to spring into action when they're cock blocked by the Thanagarians, Hot Girl's space cop people. Also, these people fucking love birds. Their national anthem is "Caw." <laughs> Also, Hawkgirl's fiance Hawkman is there, and oh, well, that's awkward, huh, Green Lantern? We're like Cuckman, am I right? I'm not. I'm sorry. Look, I've been very ill. Anyway, <laughs> Hawkman's offering Earth help from the Thanagarian army to fight off the Gordanians. Everyone debates it a bunch while Batman investigates because he's Batman and he needs like two movies and a crossover episode ever, to ever trust a helpful alien. Uh, some poking around quickly reveals that the Thanagarians are actually here to conquer Earth, and also Hawkgirl's been helping them since the beginning. She's gonna ha Earth, and also she punches Jay, Green Lantern in the face, which is clear, which is a pretty clear reveal that she's the bad guy. The Thanagarians enforce martial law on Earth, and the Justice League go underground. By which I mean they take their colorful masks and uniforms off and are just a bunch of guys and whatever Jean is. Like he just looked up a picture of Sherlock Holmes and went, "I'm gonna be that guy." Oh, and <laughs> Diana just goes full seventies, and that rules. So while the JLA sneaks around, Hot Girl's having a crisis of conscience because she actually doesn't really want to enslave Earth, a planet she's really going to lo- grown to love with some really hot dudes on it. And she's also really mad when she learns that Earth is about to be demolished to make way for a hi- for a new hyperspace bypass. And that is not a hilarious joke by me, Maggie. That's a real thing that happened. Mm-hmm. So Hot Girl drops the Thanagarian plans off of the Batcave, and everyone gets ready to take back Earth. This involves a lot of punching, but more specifically involves Batman crashing the watchtower into the Thanagarian's ship and preparing to sacrifice himself. Sure, he has a teammate who can move faster than speed of light and another one who can literally go through things without being hurt. But yeah, go off, Batman, whatever that makes you feel like you have, like a big man. Green Lantern and Hawkman fight over Hawkgirl, and then Hawkman and Hawkgirl fight over Hawkgirl because she's not just proper to be one, guys. Superman mm-hmm. saves Batman from his self-sacrifice, the Thanagarians are defeated, and there's a big Justice League vote in Batman's rumpus room to decide if Hawkgirl can stay on the team. But ultimately, Hawkgirl just quits because it's going to be way too awkward around the water cooler going forward. Flash asks if this is the end of the Justice League, and Superman says, no, actually, we're looking at a fucking lot of resumes right now. Like, we're we're hiring everyone. And I go, please not Hawk and Dove, but they're already there, goddammit. You would think they would hold off on hiring at least Hawk, given the mm-hmm. recent experiences with, with Hawk people and so forth. I love the theory that they're just like, now we need more Hawk guys. Our Hawk girl is gone. So let's get like, Hawk yeah, man didn't Hawk work position. out. So let's just get Hawk. So I need to point out, mm-hmm. it is it is a it, it is a completely understandable leap for you to assume this is uh, Hawk man. And in fact, the writers even said. It was going to be uh, uh, Carter Hall, Katar Hall, however you say that. Yeah, Space, space uh, Hawkman is Katar Hall. Regular Hawkman is Carter Hall. Yeah, they go with like the Marvel thing. Where yeah, it's exactly. Like, this, is, this is a word on Earth, but also it's a, it's a crazy alien word. Mm-hmm. Um, they had specifically held off on using the character because he was going to be the big bad here. But then they ultimately decided the fans would have felt cheated to, to make him the bad guy. So they didn't do that. Um, well. But I mean, there's a couple of things to that. First of all, Hawkman has no fans, so write that uh-huh. down. True. Secondly, fucking just 
do it anyway. How about that? Yeah, do the story that makes sense. But we do get a Hawkman story in JLU, so mm-hmm. they are they are going to still use him. However, the guy's name in story is Hrotalak, which is an anagram of Katar Hall, which oh, I thought that's was cool. pretty good. Yeah. Also, I like that character a lot. Which? The guy in this? Yeah, the guy in this. Like, he's a good villain. Yeah. Oh, absolutely he is. Just they like... write him... I, I, as you point out in your summary, they write him sort of misogynist near the yeah. end like he he gradually gets more sexist as he like that's my woman she's my yeah. property and it's like like they do it in a way where it's still gross but it's not like a caricature of someone being sexist it's just sort of that sort of casual sexism you get all the time and yeah absolutely way the, worse the, because we kind of liked him a little yeah the, the episode is not like this guy is sexist the episode is like this guy is evil and also sexist mm-hmm. you know and it's also just, Oh, go ahead. Like it enriches the character a lot more, you know. Yeah. And you see him interact with her, and it's all fine mm-hmm. until it isn't. Which exactly. is how a lot of those kind of guys are. You know? uh, exactly. It's just ah, this is like, working absolutely perfectly. Oh, it's not. I'm going to freak out now. You were my devoted girlfriend, and therefore I have no problem with women. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Now I'm the most divorced man in the galaxy. And as long as you stay uh, my devoted girlfriend, we won't have any problems here. Uh huh. Exactly. No, I like the character a good deal. I liked hating him. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, so this is a this is sort of a hey, it's that guy. It's more mm-hmm. of a hey, it's those guys. Um, Hot Girls performer uh, Maria Canals, I think I'm saying that right, uh, was mm-hmm. cast partially because of her slight Hispanic accent. She's Cuban American, sure. Which the the producer said made her sound slightly different from the rest. Like I'm glad they didn't use the word exotic. Yeah, but no, they said like. She sounds like someone you would hear, but it's, it's just a little different, and mm-hmm. that's good. Um, so when all the other Thanagarians show up, they cast all Latin performers using their natural accents, which I like a lot. That was really cool. Like, that's a really neat uh, choice to make. Because, again, they sound like people you hear every day, but not really in cartoons, because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of Latin voice performers either don't get the work or have to have to sort of anglicize their, their accents and, and lose their, you know, lose their stuff. So it's like, no, you just get to be you. Like, yeah, yeah, you're playing a bad guy, but you're not a bad guy because you're Latin. You just get to chew the scenery with your accent. Yeah. And that really worked. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I liked it. And ah. uh, in in particular, the guy who played uh, Rotalak was, um, shit, I had his name and I lost it and I mm-hmm. apologize. Uh, but uh, he was uh, a little uncomfortable doing the scene where he and uh, hot girl are fighting because he is a huge uh crusader for like uh, women's rights and protecting abused women and so forth and oh nice like, mm. so like sorry that they made him uncomfortable but it's I mean, cool that that you know he gets behind good causes i mean yeah the thing is it's a co- like it makes for a cool villain that you want to see the sh- get the shit kicked out of him you know yeah exactly also, the, like, just this, it's not even a reveal. It's like a slow creep throughout the episode because you keep mm-hmm. expecting him to not be a bad guy because he's, as far as you know, he's Hawkman, you know? Yeah. It's like, okay, he's leading this invading force, but like, surely he won't turn out. Oh, wow. Okay. He's actually the oh. bad guy. I, I thought it was going to be that evil, creepy looking vizier guy over there, but he's, j- j- everyone's a bad guy. All right. Well, and that was, that was a bit of a generic, like they did a lot of good 
like uh, bobbing when they weave kind of yeah. thing. Like, like the you know, you, you expect this way and they go this way instead. But the, uh, yeah, the second lieutenant guy who's like, I don't trust your girlfriend, sir. It mm-hmm. turns out he was right the whole time. And he's yeah. the one that ends up ratting her out. And it's like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. But my good thing. Yes. I think they did a very good job connecting John and Shire's personal drama to the big villain story, which is not a needle they always thread successfully. Like when they, it feels like they start with the big villain threat, and then they're like, "How does this affect our guys?" But mm-hmm. here it's kind of baked in, and it's it it sort of weaves in and out of the story, and they both betrayed, and they're both hurt, and they're both heartbroken, but mm-hmm. they're also they also got to do what they got to do, and like it's just like they did a good job keeping Hot Girl sympathetic. Yep, she did betray them, but then. She was betrayed. She has nobody now. And yeah. like they managed to keep our sympathies with this person who betrayed the other heroes of the show mm-hmm. while not taking away from those guys. Like they, that is a hard balance to to get. And they did it. Yeah, absolutely. I really felt for for all of them. You know, mm-hmm. this <laughs> no one wins here. Like this is just yeah. this. This is sucks. Yeah. And the final shot is those two. Standing on the the picturesque cliffs of uh, stately Wayne Manor mm-hmm. and having their tearful goodbye, and then she flies off, and like that could have been the end of all of this. It's yeah, just what a like, last uh, episode that would be! Like, you know, we just, know the uh, sad former lovers. Yeah, I love it. Like that rules. <laughs> but also, sort of feeds into the whole point of our podcast. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> kids are real into that, huh? Oh yeah, kids are real into a tearful breakup. Kids love uh, uh, when you have to choose between your uh, your lover and your duty. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And you're invading genocidal army. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She pulls that one on John at one point. She's like, "You're in the military. You know what it's like to be a soldier." Um, no, not quite. I mean, not like this. This is not quite the same. You did lie to us for five years. Hmm. Also, we've we've clearly had sex numerous times. Yep. Yeah, I mean they they took that as far as they possibly could in mm-hmm. a kids show and said, yeah, the, the, you know what's going on here. Yep. We've clearly had sex dropping out of the sky like hawks do. Yes, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, but yeah, I was I was very pleased with all of the all of the personal stuff and pretty much everybody got a got a good moment like this. Yeah, this had that good feel of a finale or or a big you know epic three-part episode whatever mm-hmm. where like everyone gets at least one big hero moment which is great yep. i i love wonder woman's jailbreak scene so goddamn much well take us through it it's just hang on foggy mm-hmm. heads acted it up mm. it's uh like she just like sort of guy, guy so she's basically chained up yeah the and- um the the thanagarians have uh using intel from hot girl determined all of the weaknesses of the Justice League. So yeah. they've like, they tied up uh, uh, Batman and Green Lantern so they can't reach the things, like their their devices that mm-hmm. help them. And then everybody else's powers have been neutralized. Yeah. You get the usual, ah, it took away Batman's stuff. He's useless. Mm-hmm. He's just one man. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they uh, basically, guy comes in to give, to feed them. And Wonder Woman's like, well, I can't eat it. You tied me up. I guess mm-hmm. you're going to have to feed it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> what is it? So, like, when he puts the, like, fork in her mouth, she fucking, like, bites it. Yep. Bites his hand. Literally bites the hand that feeds her. Bites the hand that feeds him. Mm-hmm. 
and then yeah. something something beats the shit out of him. Yeah, no, it's it's excellent. It's my take on that was at this point, Hot Girl's already gone to the other side, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, I guess I'm the new Hot Girl now." Yeah, man. I've been watching her for a while now. I can punch a guy in the face. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and gets a, a sword, which rules. Yep. And Superman's been in under the 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 requisite uh, red sun lamps, so he's mm-hmm. doesn't have his powers. So uh, Batman just throws him a big fucking hammer. Yep. Here, which, have, have the, fun the with that, this. The, the look that they animate onto Superman's face, just the glee, like, ooh, I don't have my powers back yet, but I can use this. Oh, a hammer. He's like, he's like remembering his time in the, the Vandal Savage future. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got real good with these, like, uh, what do you call them? Melee weapons, I guess. Yep. Yep. I, melee I don't know island my weapons. fantasy shit at all, but uh, yeah, melee island weapons. Uh-huh. But yeah, I feel like he got real good with this kind of thing mm-hmm. in his time fighting giant cockroaches without powers. Yep. I'm going to go full wolf on you. Yep. Can't and believe Superman and if- killed, skinned, and wore that guy like a hat. That's a, yeah, that's well, a, yeah, she'll fuck, fuck around. I, I also like when they're looking at the, you know, the Death Star plans. Mm-hmm. They're uh, Superman's like, yeah, that's that's real breathtaking technology. Let's wreck it. Yep, let's go break it. <laughs> I like uh, got a boner for fighting Superman. It's mm-hmm. very good. It's that I don't get to unload very often thing that he has with Darkseid. Well, that's that's. That big famous moment is still to come. That's, oh, that's, that's in JLU. Right. But, uh, well, look forward but yeah, to that. I, it's already there. Like, he just hasn't said it out loud yeah. yet, but it's it's already there. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Batman in the Batcave doing the thing where he throws the Batarang and someone's like, Batarang, so what? And then it sets off like a sonic pulse and a million bats start swarming. I love that so much. They don't use it a whole lot, but like. Well, I was reading about the, the DC Wiki had actually some some useful stuff this time. I mean, this episode uh, must have, like, commentary on one of the DVDs yes, or something, because it's got a it did, lot of effects. I listened to the commentary on my DVDs years ago, and mm-hmm. some of this sounded familiar, but it's been so long, I sure. couldn't reliably report that without getting it all wrong. Um, but one of the, uh, Dwayne McDuffie contributed that. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. write the episodes, but, you know, they have a writer's room, so I'm sure he threw some stuff in there. Oh, yeah. And uh, he said, yeah, I just stole that whole cloth from uh, year one. Then uh, they point out, yeah, but it was also in Batman Returns and Batman Begins. So, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people steal that one. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Like, yep. and they don't use, they they use it sparingly so that, like, I always forget that it's a thing. And then he does it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, shit, that rules. Well, there there aren't often people in the Batcave. It happens no. occasionally, but it doesn't come up a lot. That's so. the other thing. That whole fight in the Batcave fucking rules. Yep. It's good. Fucking... Um, uh, Thanagarian army or uh, hit squad, I guess, shows up. Mm-hmm. Alfred threatens them with fisticuffs, which is amazing. The the just the image of these heavily armored, like giant looming alien soldiers bursting through the front window of of stately Wayne Manor, mm-hmm. and Alfred just standing there. Yeah, just like he's got his back to the camera. They're advancing. You know he doesn't have a chance, but it doesn't matter. This is like this dude's more of a hero than any of the guys he's protecting downstairs. It's yeah. so good. He does like he doesn't even have train. I mean, look, he's got training, but like he doesn't I have depend- like this. Did this version of Alfred? I don't think this version. I don't of think Alfred- it ever came up. So no, and unfortunately, this is his final appearance in this yeah. animated universe. But uh, I, do- I don't think he's got the secret agent background that some other Alfreds have had. Yeah, so. I mean, I he's think just a he's- guy. 
I, I think he's done like the the nurse stuff before, but that's kind of it. Yeah. No, I but I just read it as this guy's entire purpose in life is to protect that man downstairs and he's going to do it. Mm hmm. That's it. He's been doing it since he was seven and he will do it until he dies. Yep. Oh, God. The bit earlier or the bit later after uh, the Justice League kicks everyone's ass and he's just mm -hmm. they just leave like a guy like a guy unconscious on on the lawn. And Alfred just goes, I must uh, I must tell Master Bruce not to leave his trash all over the lawn. Mm -hmm. Fucking badass. Yep. He had a lot of good moments. And in, in fact, he had a well, I mean, this is your good thing. This, this is my good moment thing. at the end. Yeah. Uh, I was so pleased to see Alfred in this because honestly, I thought we were done. Like, I thought we'd mm -hmm. already had the last one, like, in the same way that well, we, we had the, the one. Joker uh, oh, it was Harley. the Justice Lords episode where he showed up and Lois showed up. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was going to be it. But, like, I really thought that, like, the last uh, Big Joker episode was kind of the curtain on all the Batman mm -hmm. characters. So this was mm -hmm. a nice surprise. Um, mm -hmm. He's so good in this episode. Uh, yeah, he is. Like, he's got all these great moments. Uh, my quote is one of them. So I'll just play that oh, now. Well, let's, yeah, let's hear that. Hey. That's a giant dinosaur. And I thought Batman was the detective. And that was good. He's just like the sympathetic shoulder at the end of the episode when Hawkgirl's waiting to see if she's being kicked out. Just the fact that everyone else is clear, like justifiably angry with her and she's mm -hmm. got nobody. And he's like, I, I know it's rough here. Yeah. Have some tea. It's going to be all right. And it's like, oh, man, that's yeah, so just good. Look, end of the day, it's going, whatever, it's it's going to be all right. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I know you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Alfred, by the way. Mm-hmm. Thanks, He's, um, There's, uh, uh, what? No. What? Don't call him Al, it's confusing. <laughs> Thanks, Alfred. Uh-huh. Um, there's a, Batman has a moment. Uh, like a a big ass hero moment, so mm -hmm. he's you know he's gonna kamikaze the fucking uh, watchtower, which is yeah, it, and it, it rules. That's great. There's no particular reason he has to be there except he's a big goddamn drama queen. Yep. And of course, you get the moment where Superman's like, "Well, I don't care if I'm essential in stopping the guys on the ground here. I got to go save my best friend." And, mm -hmm. and of course, Batman, we're not friends. <laughs> but um, but there's a bit. Where he knows it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so he's he says, uh, we've taken out the Thanagarians that were holding the Watchtower. Put them in an escape pod. Which, like, there's versions of Batman that wouldn't do that. No. They would but just die with him. But this is Batman. it's good. And then he shoves uh, uh, Jean and, and Flash in there as well, which is also good. But, mm -hmm. but I like that he is like, no. I, I'm i willing to sacrifice my life. I'm not going to make that choice for anybody else, though. Yeah, no. Like, it's a very good moment. <clears throat> yeah. This is why I love that character. Well, it's one of the many, many reasons I love that character. Yeah. But this version of that character, like they, mm -hmm. I say this a lot, but in this show with big menaces from space and, and crazy magic shit and, and everything else, like it would be real easy to lose Batman because yeah. <clears throat> everything that makes Batman Batman is pretty human relatable. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's an exemplary human, but he's still, you know, he's not made of magic or he's not from space. He's just no. a guy. You know? Just a just a guy in a in a Batman costume. Yeah, exactly. Well, uniform, I think. D yes, it's a uniform. It's not a costume. No, it's a costume, sweetie. Mm -hmm. I, I you can buy one at a costume store. That's a costume. The thing about a uniform is that more than one people wear it. Like more mm -hmm. than one person wears it. You, I got. You don't. You know. I got Batgirl. She's wearing it, sort of. That's not the same one, though. It's not the same, and you know it. 
Mm-hmm. And the thing about a uniform, it, it's right in the name. Mm-hmm. They're all the same. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right, I got to put also had the costume. <laughs> we also had the... Um, the moment that I like, the, there's a, a handful of episodes where there's just sort of one scene that sticks with me mm-hmm. 20 years later. And the one from this is where Flash, when, where they got to disguise themselves as regular guys, and Flash is like, I don't know if I want to tell you guys my oh. secret identity. And Batman just points to all of them and yep. says, Clark Kent, Wally West. And then he pulls his own mask off and says, Bruce Wayne. Now shut I love the that. fuck up. I love yep. it so much. It's very good. I, uh, Mal was sort of watching this in and out with with me, like she mm-hmm. was in the room while I was watching it, and she was just like, "Did he just like ramble off? Like they none of them knew each other's identities." I'm like, "No." She's like, "That's so cool." Hmm. Well, like, that's a good episode. Do you have the next bit where they're hiding at the Batcave? I'm like, "Well, they're gonna know to comfort." And then I was thinking about the previous scene. I was like, "No, they don't know he's Bruce." Yeah. Like Flash didn't know. I mean, yeah. Flash is an idiot, but, you know, like, the team didn't know mm-hmm. until, like, just now. Like, like Superman knew because of that whole thing, but, like, like John Stewart didn't know. No. Until he pulled off his mask in front of him. So, like, I don't Hawk use probably... psychic powers to figure out who Batman is. Mm-hmm. Okay. But also, you don't care because we're all just Earth people to you. Yeah, wh- whatever. I don't know. It's Batman. Like, I, I mm-hmm. went into his brain and I was like, who are you in real life? And you were like, Batman. And I'm like, all right, I guess he's Batman. Whatever. Like, yeah, there's this other name in there, but he's Batman. Yeah. He had a great moment, too, myself. where he... <laughs> yep, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he uh, uh, Jean has a good moment where he goes into the, the Thanagarian soldier's mind and starts getting attacked by hawks. Yep. And then pushes over a big fucking fire on them all. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. It's fucking awesome. You had the note here that's just like, this would have meant more if, like, they had talked about Jean's, like, not being able to yeah, be his around. weakness like, to fire from the comics. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, there's been a handful of moments throughout the series where we show him doing some great thing where he overcomes difficulty by using fire. And it would be so much more powerful if we knew... Also, fire is way worse for him than it is for anyone else. Yeah, that's a real easy thing to have set up, like, way back at the beginning of the series, guys. Like, yeah. you can hit that one in the uh, the first movie. Yeah, it's happened, like, it's happened a few times. There was one in the, uh, the I think it was the Eclipso episode. Yeah. Where he's got the, the, the fire and, and same thing. Yeah. But it was still a good moment. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody, everybody had one. It was good. Yeah, really good. Good episode. Uh, My bad thing, you kind of touched on this already. Maybe this is an actual sci-fi concept, but the phrase hyperspace bypass has belonged to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy since the late 70s, and I could not take it seriously anytime anyone said it in this episode. No, the fact that, like, uh, what's this, uh, Hawkman just rolls it out at one point. It's like, yeah, we're uh, gonna build a hyperspace bypass through the Earth. I'm like, I'm sorry, what are you going to do? Mm Mm-hmm. And he explains it, and it makes sense in sci-fi terms. Like, Mm -hmm. It it takes a really long time via hyperspace to get to our war, so mm-hmm. we're going to make a shortcut through Earth. It makes sense, but yeah. also, uh, call that, it something else. I, like, I want to, I assume it's a shout, like, I assume it's just a shout out from whoever wrote it. It must be one. for that specific wording. Exactly. It's just but like, it's well, we're doing seriously. a, we're doing a, like, wormhole, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. we'll just call it a hyperspace bypass because I like Hitchhiker's Guide. Mm-hmm. But, like. Yeah, and every time you say that, all I can do is think about Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, how these guys are just the Vogons now, and they're they're threatening in an entirely different way. Mm-hmm. 
the uh, the Bruce Tim version of uh, Ford Prefects trying to get off the planet. Mm-hmm. I would watch that show. I would watch the crap out of that show. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, I um. God, I would it was kill hard for a uh, Hitchhiker's Guide animated series. Actually, that would be very good. Mm-hmm. And a format that it hasn't uh, existed in just yet. No, and like. TV show translates really well to the sort of rambliness of that that series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make it more like a like a, a crazy adult swim type show. Yeah, yeah. Like that works mm-hmm. better than like doing like a movie, which Yeah, I agree. You know, it's what's fine. I liked it all right, but Yeah. Yeah. Um but overall their plot was still good, like cuz the idea was they sent um one of those uh, the their their enemies, the Gordanians, mm-hmm. they sent a ship of them that they then saved us from, which like that's an old story, but I don't think I've seen it done in Justice League yet. Yeah. The, the more powerful guys coming to save you from the threat and, oh, you better let us take over or mm-hmm. else this threat's going to get you. Oh, yeah, they're right. We better. Yeah. Um, And then Batman's like, uh, yeah, but they were frozen. They were they were dead before the ship landed. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a this is a fucking scam. Bat, uh, um, Batman doing the alien autopsy uh, narrated by Jonathan Frakes is fucking great, mm-hmm. by the way. Yep. Could you could you please put your leg down? No. No. All right. I will put my leg up higher. <laughs> um well, I'm the pinnacle and, of like what humans can achieve in this world and I could never get my leg that high. Well, I'm from the 24th century, so I've had a little longer to evolve. Oh, wow. Um but I like that's the reason they show up is to, to ostensibly to protect the protect us from mm-hmm. the Gordanians and then they're like, and to do that, we're gonna need to build some stuff and and uh, some martial law. But it'll it'll be okay once once they're gone. Yeah. And then Hawk Girl's like, yeah, well that sucks, but yeah, that's it. This is a good cause. Gordanians do suck. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, uh, no, that is all a big lie. What we really want to do is blow them up. It's like so. All my friends live here. Mm-hmm. And I like that was a good choice by the writers. It wasn't save this place because the man I love, John Stewart, is here. Yeah. It's like no. Don't kill this entire planet full of innocent people that I've spent the last two years defending. Yeah, absolutely. I've saved all of these lives so many times, and you're just going to kill them? That's, I can't. Also, if you blow up this planet, I can't get Chinese food anywhere. Yeah, she, she's into Chinese food, she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, this episode's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. What was your bad thing? Uh, COVID. Oh, uh, yeah. No, Pretty also, bad. uh, Batman's got, uh, so, end of the episode... We or beginning episode we uh, get the reveal that uh, Hawk Girl was actually like secretly working for these guys, and it mm-hmm. starts like they don't get into her being like a mole right away. Like, no, it's just I I was a spy, yeah. for my people who are benign. So it's it's a little crummy, but it's not so bad. Yeah, no, it's like like yes, I was lying to you, but like I was doing it for your own good and blah blah blah. Yep. So, uh. John is obviously very upset about this, uh, and he yeah. sort of goes outside to, like, uh, have this quiet moment alone, and Batman comes up and goes, yes, there's nothing more mysterious in this entire world than 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 woman. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not I don't Batman know. Batman doesn't, Batman doesn't know shit about women, and you, you pointed that out in your notes. Batman no shit about women. Think of all the women Batman's been involved with and how wrong he's gotten it every single time. They are a mystery to him. He yeah. shouldn't have said it that way. No, it's a stupid line regardless, but like, yeah. women aren't the greatest mystery. You just don't know how to he- how to talk to women. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, 
superficially as Bruce he does. But, oh, sure. But not on any meaningful level. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah that's why that, uh, that's Talia and Catwoman and everybody else just sort of, you know, mm-hmm. walk all over him because he doesn't he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, there's a reason that he's not still with any of those people. Mm-hmm. I, I will say you're you're not wrong to call that out, but I do like that that scene. Maybe I like the idea of that scene more than the execution. Mm. The fact that Batman's talking to him and then uh, Martian Manhunter and Flash show up and they're trying to comfort him. I, I guess what I'm saying is it's so rare to see dudes comforting each other and acknowledging their actual goddamn emotions. Yeah. That I was pleased that we had a moment where it's like, oh, my girlfriend dumped me. Oh, here are my bros. They're going to help mm-hmm. me out. Like, no, in, a, in a good way. Like, I that, like that. That part I like. It's just, it's the one line from Batman. Like, I know what yeah. Batman sounds like, okay? That's, no, not right. what, that's not how Batman talks. That's how you're, Adam West Batman talks. Yeah, probably. You're not You're not wrong. Um, yes, Robin. It didn't bother me as much as you, but uh, mm-hmm. also I'm not a woman, so, that's you know. Fair. Um... But I do also like that uh, everyone else knows, oh, he's heartbroken. And Flash is like, wait, you guys are dating? <laughs> when that happened? <laughs> oh, I love it. God, you're dumb. But but this, they've reached the point where they're deliberately, like, it's not just, oh, he's funny. And as a result of his funny lines, he comes off as dumb. It's mm-hmm. like, no, he's textually dumb. He's just a dumb idiot. This very obvious thing has been happening right in front of him. And he's got no goddamn clue. Oh, God, I'm sorry, man. I'll stop touching your butt all the time. I, I wish you would have done that anyway. Just, nah. just don't touch anybody's butt. How about that? Maybe your own. <laughs> what you what you and your butt get up to are none of my business. Yep. Exactly. Batman's like, no one can understand the mystery that is bat- that is the Flash and his butt. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, I liked, we had at least one sort of uh, uh, sinister uh, uh, lady. Hawk, like, um, not Lady Hawk, not the movie with Matthew Broderick. No, although um, that would be a good name for like a like a third string uh, Hawk person. Yeah, I just I I, I refer to as a, her as a Thana girl, but um, that also good. I like that Hawk girl is not the only one, is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. And then we had this bit where uh, the main bad guy's calling back to. <clears throat> Thanagar to like, I don't know, their council of elders or whatever. Sure. And you got these sort of old Odin from Thor grizzled warriors with beards sitting around an ancient wooden table holding their weapons. And the wooden table is floating in space. Yep. I love it. It's the most absurd image (laughs) that I I was going to say, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I thought it out for a minute. I was like, no, everything we know about Hawkgirl and her people, this is exactly what their leaders Mm -hmm. look like. Just These that. are the warriors that are still alive, so mm-hmm. of course they look like that. Yeah, absolutely. We're the guys who around. maced people for so long that we got old. Yeah, they uh, they 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 sit around drinking and singing songs of glorious battles, and occasionally telling generals where to fight next. And mm-hmm. That's it. I don't know. Go yeah. invade Earth. Whatever. Yep. Yep. Um. There's another moment that was not. Like another visual thing that was not intentionally hilarious, which is when they're in the Batcave and they're in their civilian clothes and Hawkgirl comes in and says, hey, sorry, I betrayed you guys. Here's here's the plans for the not Death Star. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a shot of Diana looking extremely cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. It's just, it's a, I mean, 
maybe it just struck me the wrong way. I don't know. Maybe it was just a, a slight animation error, but mm-hmm. it, it, it sort of undercut the seriousness of the moment for her to just be doing a cartoon gesture of like, I'm crazy. <laughs> Diane, are you okay? Someone just hit me in the back of the head with a pan. <laughs> No, she's just so angry, like so crazy with rage. Mm-hmm. Seeing Hawkgirl. Oh, I can't even look oh, at you right now. So I'm doing that thing where I look at a magic eye painting instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put them up all over the all over the uh, the cave. Uh, Tim loves them. Ooh, a sailboat. <laughs> a mall rats reference. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Also, uh, Batman when he's trying to find out what the Thanagarians are up to infiltrates the, the uh, ship in disguise, but not as usual matches Malone disguise. He's sort of an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. So I just assumed it was matches Malone's dad, Zippo lighter Malone. <laughs> yes. My father, uh, Zippo letter Malone. Well, bonjour. I am Zippo letter Malone. I have <laughs> seen how you say a lot of shit. in my his, his French accent is so thick. No one can understand what he's saying. Oh, for <laughs> sure. That guy's real French. Who are you to resist, huh? I also, I had a moment there where I'm like, is that Hamilton Hill? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Just it's, uh, like, I, I just disguise leg- myself as the mayor. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. I did like an mm-hmm. older looking diplomatic guy. I don't know. I'll fucking steal the mayor's face. Mm hmm. They're not going to recognize the mayor of Gotham City, probably. No, why would they? Like, did you notice that one of the world leaders uh, looked a lot like the penguin? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's awesome. Not this show's version of the penguin, but a a version of the penguin for sure. sure. Just a he's a just sort of a, a short, kind of stocky, balding guy with kind of a big nose and mm-hmm. a bit of a waddle. Just, Is that the penguin? No, no, that's the that's uh, the, that's the uh, prime minister of Kaznia or one of our made up countries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I also thought I saw Bill Clinton in there somewhere. I mean, it could be. Yeah, would have been about I the mean, time. This, no, this was made in like 2003, 2004, so no, it would have been near Bush's second term. But, well, uh, I also wouldn't want to have put uh, Bush into my uh, cartoon. Yeah, I mean, me neither, but they did in the Justice Lords episode, kind of. I guess was that's like, true, I forgot about that. Can, can we have an election again, please, Superman? <laughs> I think I could win this one. Well, you didn't win the first one. Yeah. Um, What I would do in that situation is put in uh, Will Ferrell as... Uh, as George Bush. Like, here, mm-hmm. we're going to acknowledge fine. who the president is, but but this way. Yep. Uh, oh, that reminds me. The uh, the alien ship that shows up, uh, mm-hmm. like the Thanagarian ship, it's just the carrier from the authority. Like, I had to look it up because I'm like, that's a weird pull. But like, oh, I guess yeah, you they... put a you put an image in our in our notes and uh, absolutely it looks like that. Yeah, it's just like it would absolutely have been r- right around the time the authority was like a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I could see that they're. Uh, I think they, they got. They've done thirty different invading uh, alien armies. They're probably mm-hmm. running out of designs. They're like, well, what else does DC own? What can we use? Yeah, I think DC owned Wildstorm at that point. Like they definitely do now. Yeah, they did. Like, because uh, that's around the time I started reading it, and yeah, I, I remember that. Um, the uh, I forget now. Never mind. Anyway, matter. let's move on. Um, it was a weird thing, and I was just like, huh, all right. Yeah. No, I liked, I, and I liked the design of all the Thanagarians. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Mm. There is, uh, you might be familiar with this. I am not. Another another interesting thing the DC Wiki pointed out was there is a J, uh, Justice League uh, story called Tower of Babel. Yes. 
that this apparently is very heavily based in. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't yeah. uh, put those together. That's the one where uh, uh, Raza, we watched a uh, uh, Justice League movie that was based on that. Did we? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it was supposed to be where Ra's al Ghul takes over the world by, uh, like, he he, fought, he steals all of the, the Justice League's weaknesses from Batman. And everyone's really mm. pissed that Batman has those. Mm-hmm. I think they made it uh, Vandal Savage in the movie we watched. Okay, but uh, it's a good it's a know, it's a good comic. There's <laughs> aspects of it apparently in this, which that's fine. Oh, interesting. All right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't pick up on that, but that's cool. Hmm. Uh, what else? I like when we see the Thanagarians. You can see Hot Girl being all like, "Okay, my uniform's a little too military, so let's superhero up this." Uh, mm-hmm. This sort of design. Mm-hmm. And also, I'll be Hawk Girl, because, like, this planet likes... Look, Superman and mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, and I'll, I'll just be Hawk Girl. That's I can fine. figure this shit out. Yeah. Hit stuff with a mace. Mm-hmm. They need a guy like that. Mm-hmm. What else? Sean uh, be... beating guys up with nunchucks, that ruled. <laughs> I didn't care about that. <laughs> um... All of the Thanagarian soldiers always say, by your command, which I can't think of anything but fucking Battlestar Galactica. When yeah, right. By your command. By your command. Between that and the hyperspace bypass, it's like, what What? what, what are you guys doing? You guys are, are really swimming around in the late 70s uh, sort of cheesy sci-fi stuff, mm-hmm. huh? Uh, there was some particularly egregious CG stuff. Like, there, I, I will say there were a couple of Thanagarian ships that actually really lent themselves to being mm-hmm. rendered in uh, CGI. Like, they yeah. actually looked pretty good that way, and then they started moving, and it's like the frame rate was off or something. Yeah, yeah. But some of the ships just looked like, we're we're squarely in that era of like, oh, this, I think they think it looks so different, and that makes it look more alien, but it just makes it look fake. Yeah, it doesn't work. Like, I get what you guys are going for, but it just, it, like, that rarely works, you know? Well, they it was still they were still trying it at that point. Like I mm-hmm. give them a little credit. Like when it shows up in stuff now, it's like you guys have had twenty years. Either get better at this or don't do it. Yeah, exactly. I just every time I see something like that, I'm like, there goes the Planet Express ship. Mm-hmm. Even that show's gotten better. Like, I mean, it's on again. So sure, that that show's even gotten better at that. Um, oh, good. But yeah, you you might as well put in the um the the Plan Nine uh, paper plates on strings. Like it it takes me out of it that much. I mean, that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of the ha- the Thanagarians showing up in just, like, a 50s-ass flying saucer. Uh-huh. I love that aesthetic, you know. Yeah. That. Uh, what else? Uh, hmm. Might be all I have. I think that might be it. Like, yeah, this was a three-part episode, but it was also just one story. Like, yeah. Just, you know. There's hmm. a lot to say, but I think we've, we've said pretty much all of it. Yeah, Just I think going that's over it. My notes to make sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, there, I guess there was the moment where um, uh, Bruce and Diana uh, make out to hide from the guards. Oh yeah, that was something. Where it's a nice like a uh, restaurant owner sees them on the street and pulls them in. It's like just just sit over there and and keep a low profile and I'll take yeah. care of it. That was, that was right. I'm always a sucker for the regular guys helping mm-hmm. in the overwhelming odds. It's like the Alfred thing. It's like yeah, like you have. No special abilities, but you still know this is the right thing to do. Good, good job, good yeah. job, regular ass hero. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and 
So they're like, well, they won't see our faces if we're making out. Mm -hmm. So they do that. And and Diana goes, uh, when they stop, Diana goes, I'm sorry. And Bruce in full Bruce Wayne, not Mm -hmm. Batman mode, just sort of like raises his eyebrows a little and says, don't be. I, hey, that was not awesome. in a creep way in, mm-hmm. a, in a in a very I thought a very charming way. Oh, absolutely! Like he's not he's not Flash. He knows how to do this. Yeah. It's like, uh, don't be sorry. That was great. Yeah, I would be happy to do this again sometime. Mm-hmm. Got someone else to hide from. Uh, mm-hmm. Just uh, my lips are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my final absolutely terrible note joke that I have is uh, when Hawkgirl uh, has to go. And I just assumed she would say, sorry, duty cause. God damn it. <laughs> it's terrible, oh, but I knew it, like it. Uh-huh. Uh, there actually was a, a genuinely touching moment around then where um, John says, uh, whose side were you on? And she just looks at him and says, don't you know? Yeah. And it's, oh, Jesus. Fuck. So good. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did. I... I hate to name check this because it's so, it's so fucking problematic now. Yeah. Right. We're right to say this guy was a creep and, and we should now regard his work a little differently, but it felt very Whedon-esque in the best possible way. Yeah. In that, oh, you wanted this couple to get together, huh? Look how happy they are. Hey, mm-hmm. look what happened. Yeah. Oh, that's a damn shame. In that, in that, just tear the heart right out of your fucking ribcage yeah. bit, which got me every fucking time on Buffy mm-hmm. and Angel, and like, he was always very good at that, and he and his team. Let's just yes. start giving more credit to the team and, and slowly forgetting him. That might be mm-hmm. the way to do it. <laughs> this is the part where I'm like, <laughs> Drew Goddard was great, Jane Epstinson was great. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Edlund was there near the end of yep. Angel. Ben, ben Edlund made, oh, fuck, that, I love that last season of Angel. Yeah. And the creator of the tick was like, "Oh, you guys doing a nerd thing with some self awareness and humor? I I got this. Oh, I can work with that. Yeah. So no, those shows loom very large for both of us, and oh, yeah. I'm probably not going to stop. Particularly going into JLU when um, Andrew Romano clearly discovers them. Oh yeah, you're about to hear a lot of voices from those shows mm-hmm. in JLU. So yeah, someone was a big Firefly not- fan. Yeah." Well, somebody would have had to have been. <laughs> I liked Firefly just fine. I just like dissing it at cons when people oh, were yeah. all dressed up. I'm like, hey, that story's or that show's still canceled. Um, I can I just the fact that we live in a world where like everything has been brought back a million times and Firefly is still canceled. Like, I know part of that is that Joss Whedon is a piece of shit, and we all know that now. Yeah, but we only found out a few years ago. Exactly. Everything so, yeah. has come back a million mm-hmm. times, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, Firefly it did continues get a movie, to be canceled. Though. It did get a movie, though. Maybe that's like, well, doesn't need to come back. It got a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It did come back. All it's the right. one uh, thing that's finished. Yep. All right. Anything else? I think that's it. Okay. Well, good show. Yeah. Um, Moving into JLU next week, we have some really uh, like goddamn fantastic stuff uh mm-hmm. initiation which is basically just this is the episode that justifies uh expanding the team and mm-hmm. recruiting new guys and that that's an excellent one isn't that and like the it's like green arrow officially shows up green arrows our pov character for that but it's i wouldn't exactly call it a green arrow story it kind of is all right but it's just more of a 
there's a bunch of heroes coming in and and he's the particular one we're following and they got to win him over kind of thing. Sure. I uh, like, I, I love look, this version I, of Green Arrow so I'm very excited about that. Yeah. He's like, "Look, I'm a guy who shoots arrows at people. I I don't know what you need me here for." And yeah. and the episode basically makes a case for we need people like you. Mm. Which is good. Like cuz really if you're going to do an expanded Justice League with guys like that, you need to make that argument to the audience as well. Like mm-hmm. you have the Martian Manhunter, you have Superman. What do you need this guy who can shoot like uh boxing glove arrows at people? Mm-hmm. Well, we need him because he's awesome. Well, he can be, mm-hmm. but he could also be dumb. That's true. Um, fortu- fortunately, he isn't. And then uh, a- an adaptation of For the Man Who Has Everything. So I uh, just mm-hmm. uh, just a quick little adaptation of one of the best regarded Superman stories ever. Yep. So got some good stuff to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that is all. We have already recorded our mail show for this time so so you're too late for that but if you want to write in for the next one please do we were we were a little short on mail this time we would mm-hmm. like to hear from you uh, and that will be the final one so yes yeah, so. kids love batman podcast at gmail please mm-hmm. please do uh the website is ever kids love and i think that's all for this time yeah see you folks Twala. <laughs> like caw no I, I i got it it's very good For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2023. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.